be in the house of the Lord tonight. Oh, yeah. Are you happy tonight? Yeah. yeah. I believe God's going to bless you in a special way tonight. And uh, I just want to say a big amen to that because Pastor Jim has been such a uh, a great role model in uh, the uh, the uh, development of my ministry and such an encourager. Now, you know he can preach good, can he? Uh, but a lot of times it's behind the scenes things he's doing, speaking into your life as an individual that helps put you over. So uh, heaven knows that we are deeply uh, appreciative and thankful for what you have sown into us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I want to share a message with you tonight, but before I do that, I just want to let you know there's a product table available after the service. And uh, I want you to invest into your spiritual well-being, okay? Some of the products that will be back there are some books and CDs. Uh, here's a teaching I did called the Apostolic Attitude. And uh, Paul and the other apostles, they had these attitudes that no matter whether you're stoned or persecuted or, or verbally assaulted, it doesn't matter. You, there's an attitude that just won't quit, keeps on going, and before you know it, you're back on top again. Amen. Anybody want to walk in that type of mentality? Raise Amen. your hand. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right over here. I got the corner of my eye. I saw, I saw a hand going up. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, this is a fun teaching. Uh, it's called More Than Enough. I figured if I did a teaching on, on lack and poverty, nobody would buy it. So this is called More Than Enough. Because God wants you not just to have your bills paid, but wants you to be in the overflow. Can you say amen? Yeah. You have a lot of fun in the overflow. You can just be empowered to give and empowered to do things, empowered to go. There's conferences you need to be at. Uh, you Sometime in your life you need to visit Israel. There's things you need to do. The church will have special needs. You need to be in the overflow. Mm -hmm. Who'd like to move into that category more than enough? Praise, Praise God. God. That sister right there in the blue, come grab your blessing. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit will take you way over that. More than enough category. Amen. It's a great place to be. Praise God. This is my most recent book. It's called Manifesting the Blessings of God. You ever get tired of window shopping? Some people, they're always looking through that window. One day, one day I'm going to go in there and buy it. But one day never comes. <laughs> it's very, very frustrating. Look at that hand in the back. You're going to get it. Amen. Uh, but I want you to know, see, see what, the, what the sinners, the unbelievers, they need to see. It's not so much our explanations. They need to see your demonstrations. There you go. They need to see that you're really manifesting the things that you profess and say. Right. Okay? And when you do that, they, you really get their curiosity. Amen. Amen. So this is on the product table, manifesting the blessings of God. My brother, back, come run up and get this. Uh, that's you. Amen. Go out and manifest some of the blessings. Can you say yes? God bless you. Praise the Lord. You need to invest into your spiritual well-being. Right. Hallelujah. Here's a book. Uh, some people get a little nervous when I talk about this book. It's called Fasting and Prayer. Uh, Pastor Jim, I told Sid Roth if I would have called it Feasting and Playing, it would have been a bestseller in the church. <laughs> but I decided to stick with the Bible and call it Fasting and Prayer. And it just takes you into some new dimensions with the Lord. Opens some things up for you. Helps you move in some things without sweating and knocking yourself out over the head. That brother right there, you just raise your hand. Come get this. Amen. Fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Tap into the power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. It's my best-selling book. And I wrote this over 10 years ago. And it just went all over the world by God's grace. It's called Working with Angels. Uh, that brother right there with the black shirt, please come up and get this. That's you. Amen. Amen. And if you look, if you want to move into an understanding of the angels, have them in your life. Have them in your house. How about that? Amen. You need to get this and read it and highlight it and study it. And watch what God will do for you. God bless you, my friend. Amen. Now, there's a lot of product back there, so I want to say this. Um, if you go into the home of a normal person and you say, show me the, the symbol of your prosperity, I'll tell you what most people will do. This is how the normal person thinks. They'll say, come into my living room and behold my 72-inch 4K television. That is an emblem of my prosperity. And that's nice, isn't it? Wealthy people don't do that, though. I was at the home of a man uh, maybe some months back in, in Newport Beach. He asked me to come pray for his wife. His wife was sick. I went to pray for his wife. He showed me his, his Rolls Royce, his Bentley, his Mercedes Maybach, 
and then something else he had over in the corner, another classic car in his house that was a $20 million home. But the thing he wanted me to see, the emblem of his prosperity, he said, I want to take you to my library. Why? Because it's in that library, that out of that is what generated all this stuff. The other stuff is icing on the cake. It all came out of what's in the library, not what's on the wall. So let your emblem of success be in your library. Invest in these types of materials, and you'll really see that it, it, it produces in your life. Can you say yes? Yes. yes. Praise God. Amen. Let's take our Bible tonight. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And uh, I want to just briefly look at some of the spiritual gifts this evening. And I know you came here tonight to receive from the Lord. And I really believe you're going to go home tonight with something that some of you have never had before in your life. If you came up to me after the service and said, uh, and said, Pastor Stephen, I would like for you to give, uh, I want you to give me $10 million. Well, I can honestly tell you I can't give you that because I don't have that. And even if I did, I don't know if I'd give it to you. You know what I'm saying? But, but the thing is, I can impart to you what I do walk in. I can give to you what I've got. And so there's something that follows me all over the world, no matter where I go, this manifestation just kind of like stays with Stephen Brooks. And it's a manifestation that used to completely puzzle me. But God unraveled it to me, and the more he unraveled it, the stronger it began to get in my life. And because of that manifestation and the preaching and the teaching of the word, doors began to open around the nation, then doors began to open around, around the world. And they would say, come here, Brother Stephen, because you flow in this unusual anointing in this area. So I believe tonight that as we talk about this, there's going to be impartation into your life. Can you say yes? yes. So I believe you're going to go home tonight with something new. We're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let me catch up with you. Praise God. Let's just start tonight in verse 1. And Heavenly Father, we ask that as we go into your word, that by your spirit, your word would come alive. Hallelujah. Quickening power. And, Lord, that there be a release tonight from heaven of the heavenly gifts and that your people be empowered. They be empowered to prosper and to walk in the power of your spirit. Now, we thank you. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Just tell the person on your, life, on your left tonight, you're going to get something from heaven tonight. Tell the person on your right, it's coming to you tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Did you ever notice that the thing that the Apostle Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant, is one of the main things the church is clueless about. Mm -hmm. The one thing he said, I don't want you to be ignorant, uninformed, uh, unaware of how these things work. You can go from church to church, and so many people, they, they do not see the manifestation of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. They're puzzled by it. But I want you to move into this. Let it be flowing in your life. Hallelujah. Time to get the Pentecostal back into the church, right? Amen. Time to get the Holy Spirit back into the church. Yes, right. Moving in great power. Amen. Signs and wonders. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, anybody that's in what we would call word of faith circles loves good teaching. I eat it up. If I'm taking a long drive... I've, got, I've still got Brother Hagen I listen to at times. And I'll go across the board. I'll listen to Kenneth Copeland. I'll listen to Bishop Oyedipo. I eat up good teaching. I want it. And I love good preaching. Who doesn't love Rod Parsley, right? Who doesn't love John Hagee, guys that can, uh, Pastor Jim, guys that can just belt it out and share it and so forth. But here's the thing. If we had great preaching and great teaching, but we didn't have any manifestation of the Spirit, it would still get a little bit like, I think we're missing something. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you don't need this in every service. Some service, you just need good teaching. Other services, good preaching. But still, you need those times where there's what? Manifestation. Mm -hmm. Manifestation of the Spirit. Why? Because it's for your profit. Mm. Yep. Any businessmen in here or women that like to make a profit? Oh, yeah. Do you ever notice God's into a profit? See, Isaiah 48, 17, the Lord said, I am the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the one who teaches you to what? To profit, who leads you in the way you should go. Do you ever stop to think you don't need any teaching to be, uh, to be taken into the path of poverty? 
You don't need anybody to teach you that, do you? No. How do you do? How do you move into poverty? Just don't go to work tomorrow. <laughs> just, just stay in bed all day, and you'll just find yourself merging onto the path of poverty. I don't recommend that, nor does God. But God's very interested in your profit. He will actually teach you to profit if you're open to His instruction. Look, anytime there is wisdom, that means there has to be instruction given to somebody. And there's some people even in the church, it doesn't matter what you're willing to do, they will not receive instruction. By the way, if you're willing to receive the Lord's teaching, He will personally teach you how to profit. He'll, he'll lead you directly into it. If you're open to Him teaching you. Well, I already know everything, Pastor Tim. God, God, God can't teach me nothing. I need to sit Him down and talk to Him. No, a person like that can't, can't learn anything. You've got to be open, right? right. Woo! See, right. all of these gifts are for your profit. It'll profit your marriage. It'll profit your family. It'll profit, most importantly, your walk with God. Right. You'll profit in your business. You'll profit in your calling, your career, whatever it is. Yeah. You will begin to increase and move forward. Can you say yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Now, verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. Why is the word of wisdom listed first? Because it's really the most important gift. Out of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, if you're just kind of like having a normal day, you're sitting back kind of, you don't, how can we say, you don't even really need anything. And maybe, maybe an angel from heaven showed up and said, what do you want right now? God will give it to you. You should ask for the word of wisdom. Right, you should ask for the word of wisdom. That's why it's listed first. It's actually the most important one. It's an amazing manifestation of the Spirit. It's not a whole book of wisdom, right? It's a word. Maybe two or three words. Maybe a sentence. Maybe a tiny little paragraph. But it's something that's speaking towards your future. And it comes from the mind of God directly to you by the Spirit. It is a word of wisdom. Amen. One time I was in uh, Berlin, Germany. We had been ministering there. And I had uh, gone through a, a season of fasting. I was completing a fast. I was getting real hungry, and uh, the Lord came to me and appeared to me in a vision, and he told me several things that contained multiple words of wisdom. The first thing he said, he said, I want you to start eating again. I said, I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> well, I tell you, but the bakeries, uh, they, they, they cried when I left Berlin. Mm, I was wiping them out. I was so hungry. I had eaten, and I was wiping those places out, going there and get all that apple strudel and clear out the whole pan and stuff like that. Woo, hallelujah. So I had a nice time. So he said, I want you to start eating again. Then he gave me another word of wisdom. Remember, word of wisdom speaks to something ahead of you that you need to step into. And you need to do it. Hallelujah. And the Lord told me, he said, he said, in your manuscript for your next book, he said, you've got your testimony in the very last chapter. He said, move it to the very front of the book. I said, Lord, I was trying to be humble. <laughs> he, said, he said, move it to the front of the book. He said, I want people to know about your testimony. And so I did. What was that? Word of wisdom. Word of wisdom. See, sometimes our natural thinking, we can, we can get things wrong. We think we're being humble or something like that. And God's like, no, no, let me, let me help you. Let me give you wisdom to do the right thing. What is wisdom in the sense? It's the ability to make right decisions over and over and over and over again. Yep. And the more you walk in the wisdom of God, the easier your life gets. Yep. Why? Because you're not messing things up with wrong turns, wrong decisions. Well, you can get one word of wisdom from God, and it's supernatural, and it'll put you over. Could make you a millionaire. Could make you a multimillionaire. Mm, thank you, Lord Jesus. You need the word of wisdom. Say word of wisdom. Word of wisdom. I like it. Praise God. Well, let's continue on. Now, uh, then we have word of knowledge through the same spirit. Word of knowledge deals with past or present supernatural knowledge that God can give to you. All kinds of things supernatural. God can talk to you about your family. God can talk to you about things at work and stuff like that. Things that are going on that you don't even know. Give you... Uh, uh, names of people, give you diseases of people. I can stand in front of people when I minister and I'm under that anointing. Know all kinds of things about people's lives, just supernaturally. I remember one time about, about 16 years ago, I was driving down one of the freeways here in Southern California and Pastor Jim called me and began to just talk. Pastor, you never even asked me how you're doing, what's going on today. He just began to talk and ramble and speak and the whole time he's addressing a situation that I was facing he had no knowledge of. And supernaturally spoke to that situation that when the phone called, and when you finished talking, you said, great to talk with you, bye. 
And that was it. You never knew on the other side of the coin that I was just like, Lord, Lord, you know. And he called supernatural knowledge. And uh, nobody, but see, nobody, God could do those types of things. So you need the gifts operating in your life. Say yes. Tell the person next to you tonight you're going to get something from heaven. Thank you, Jesus. They're all so delicious and good. Let's move on. Now we have to another uh, faith. This really would be called special faith. It's not normal faith like I believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. I believe that Jonah was swallowed by a large fish. I believe uh, that Abraham and Isaac and, uh, and Jacob, uh, were, Jacob's name changed to Israel. I believe that, that, we, that this is not normal faith. This is supernatural faith that comes on you, and it can make you so bold and crazy that when it lifts, you stop and think, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> but you've already done it. Right. And when it comes on you, you'll talk to anybody. It doesn't matter if you are witnessing to an entire biker game. Mm -hmm. You have no fear. No fear. It's an awesome gift. And anytime you get into the gift of working of miracles, special faith is operating too. Many times before you even get into working of miracles, God will tell you to help you. And then that gift of special faith comes along and you get so bold, crazy, crazy, super. This is, from, this is boldness from another realm. Say something, step out, or do something. Hallelujah. Like, you know, like, get up now. And you tell the person to get up that's crippled, and you tell it loud. See, the natural mind says, say it real quiet, just in case it doesn't work. But that faith comes on you, you do things loud. And I, I remember one time I was in Israel, there was a young man, his, his feet, he was a teenager. His feet were, uh, feet were as flat as a pancake. I'm not exaggerating. They were flat as, as a pancake. And I said, does anybody want to see a miracle? And of course, you people are like, yeah, sure. Stand here and behold the power of God. Because that, that came on me. That special faith was all over me. I said, take your shoes off. Take your socks off. Put the cameras right there on him, real right now. And in front of all the people watching, on the steps of ascension, there by the Temple Mount area, arches formed in his feet. Praise God. Immediately, oh, arches man. formed right in his feet. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. And then, see, and then, then that gift lifts. Now I'm back to Stephen Brooks. Let's go in somewhere. Everybody see the pizza place around the world. You know, you can't, you can't stay under it all the time. You see what I'm saying? You, you would explode or something like that. But when it comes, it's, it's, you might as well go for it when it's there. Yeah, right. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a very, very fun gift. It, it, it will come along with you many times in life to help you. Praise God. Now, next we have gifts of healings. Um, Jesus had it all. I don't. I know my strengths. When I have people stand in front of me for healing that have anything wrong with their back, my faith is through the roof. I don't know why. I don't know how. But there's something about back problems. It doesn't matter if it's car accident that destroyed the back. It doesn't matter if it's sports injuries. It doesn't matter. Anything with backs, I've seen so many people healed as I've prayed for them with the power of God that had all kinds of back problems. Just walk out completely made whole. Completely made whole. I went to minister one time in uh, in a certain state, and before the conference even started, as soon as I got off the plane and walked into the hotel, there was somebody standing there waiting to be uh, to be prayed for that was sick. And uh, uh, I walked across the floor to shake their hand, and when I uh, the person goes, the person came up to meet me, and when we shook hands, the, the lightning of God went through my arm and through her body, and she was completely healed. Mm -hmm. Just the power of God, just just flowing like that. So gifts of healings. And so you know you're I'll play I'll pray for anything. I'll even go for the tough cases. But I also know areas where I have a special grace that I'm very successful at and really good at. So I always like those. Praise God. It's just good to know those things. Okay. So next we have we have by the Spirit, we have working of miracles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> working of miracles. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. I think I think the modern church has lost miracles. We treat miracles like Bigfoot. We're not really sure if Bigfoot is real or not. We're still trying to flush him out of the woods, let somebody get a picture of him. Maybe capture him on TV. Still not really sure about it. But look, you and I, we know they're real. Well, I've seen many, many miracles. Of course, the greatest miracles I've seen have been overseas when people don't have options. They don't have options, so it's either we're going to get a miracle or we're going to be in torment for the rest of our life. So they opt for the miracle, build faith, and stuff like that. But miracles are coming back to the states without a doubt. Great and mighty miracles. And see, here's the thing about a miracle. When a manifestation of a miracle uh, takes place, you can go from flat to like 
into the glory just like that. All it takes is one miracle. In front of people captured on 4K or something like that, next thing you know, revival's on your hands. It just can roll, hallelujah. And these mighty manifestations of the Spirit are for God's people. Working a miracle. Say yes. 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 Oh, glory to God. Mm, somebody's going to get that tonight. Amen. Mm. Okay, let's go a little bit further. I'm trying to get somewhere tonight. Now, we have also prophecy. Out of all nine gifts of the Spirit, you want to know the easiest one to step into? Mm-hmm. It's prophecy. Anybody can prophesy. Doesn't mean you're a prophet. Okay? A prophet's ministry will have much more depth, usually have words of knowledge mixed into it, and it, it has a, a, a deeper gravity upon it. But still, anybody can, can prophesy for the simple definition of prophecy, mm-hmm. exhortation, edification, and comfort. Mm-hmm. Anybody can move into that who's a believer who will just yield to the Spirit and just be sensitive. And sometimes you just know it's just kind of floating up and you get, as we would call, a word for somebody. Now, that does need to be, like, overseen so that, you know, people aren't just going through prophesying all kinds of weird things, okay? There, so it has to be, there has to be uh, pastoral oversight on that. But I'll tell you, out of all nine gifts, you want to operate in any of them, prophecy is the easiest one. Easy. Just start spending any time with God, asking for it, open up, and when it starts to come, just give it. And it's amazing. See, we're moving into a new measure in our ministry because one of the greatest prophets in America came up to me recently and gave me a stunning, stunning prophecy. I mean, it was like heavyweight prophecy. He's been in prophetic ministry over 50 years. And the reason I know it so pure was because of the power of the Spirit, but it was mixed with so many words of knowledge that I thought, I, I told Kelly, I said, there's no way he can know all this stuff. So he gives all these words of knowledge that are supernatural and then delivers the prophecy. And I'm like, well, if all of that was right, then I know this is going to be right. It requires my faith to step into the greatest thing we've ever moved into, but it's already starting to unfold. So prophecy can be life-altering for people. And there are people who sat in the church for decades and they've never gotten one prophetic word. So we need to be able to flow in this gift. Really, really helps people. You ready to have some more fun tonight? Okay. I'm trying to go somewhere. Glory to God. Lord, we thank you tonight. Now, next we have discerning the spirits. Then it closes out with uh, different types of tongues. And then, of course, the interpretation of tongues. But let me swing back just for a moment to discerning the spirits. I want to zero in on that a little bit tonight. I used to see that in the Bible, and I'd have these little talks with the Lord. Lord, I don't have any clue in the world what that means. Discerning of spirits? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. See, you don't want just head knowledge. You don't just want to read a commentary and a theologian says this. Most of the theologians in the commentaries that were popular, they were not even spirit-filled. Okay? They tried to explain all the gifts of the Spirit away as being these natural administrative talents or stuff like that. They're all supernatural. Don't ever pull them out of that category. So I used to look at discerning the spirits and, and be puzzled. And I told the Lord was. I said, Lord, help me. I think I've got a, uh, you know, a, a decent grasp on the rest of the gifts, but I'm really stumped and puzzled by discerning of spirits. And I... Don't hear it talked about a lot, and I, I certainly don't have it happening in my life. And I begin to seek, I begin to fast, and I begin to pray. And guess what the Lord gave to me? It's one of the strongest gifts that go along with my preaching, teaching ministry. It's discerning the spirits. And what is it? I want to I give you a little more breadth and width on what it actually is. People say it's the ability to see into the spirit realm. It is, but it's a whole lot more. It's the ability to see... Hear, taste, and touch in the spirit realm and the smell in the spirit realm. Did you know that? <clears throat> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just like you've got the five physical senses, you can have it all going on in the spirit realm at the same time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was in a meeting one time in Taiwan, and the of the spirits came on me so strong, along with working in miracles... I told the people, about, about maybe 400 people, I said, get ready, the Lord is going to feed you a meal from heaven. And as I said that, the Lord shoved meatballs, Chinese meatballs, into the mouths of every person there. They could eat it. Has it has a spicy, like uh, Asian flavor. And then after that, then they were served green beans. And then after that, they were served some other food. And then the Lord finished it off, some with chocolate and others with macaroons. Wow. They're chewing it, tasting it. 
What's going on? They all got pulled into that realm into the, of the spirit where everybody was operating discerning the spirits. Did you ever know that you could ride the prophet's coattail? Woo! You're going to ride the evangelist's coattail? You can move, you can follow that flow, and you can get pulled into the spirit realm. Tell the person next to you tonight, you're going somewhere tonight. You're going, you're going somewhere, somewhere tonight. tonight. Tell the person on the other side, you're going up. You're going, going up. up. <laughs> Those earning the spirits. Those earning the spirits. Praise God. Maybe we can put up on the board just for a moment. Uh, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 3. Fascinating. Fascinating. The Lord Jesus operating in all of these gifts during his earthly ministry. Isaiah 11 verse 3. It says his delight is in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Now his delight. You know what the word delight actually means in the Hebrew? It means to smell by breathing in and out with your nose. And that, that manifestation of the spirit would come on Jesus. Discerning the spirits. And he's able to make correct judgments, not even by what he sees. He doesn't need to hear the case. He can smell and know exactly what God's will is, what the discernment of God is through what he's able to discern, through what he's smelling. And he's, he delights in that. It was something that he delighted in. You're going to also. Praise God. Say yes. Amen. Hallelujah. The King James Version actually says he was made of quick understanding. Why? Because your nose knows. And you can understand so quick. You can smell truth. And you can smell false prophecy. And you can smell false doctrine. They all have a fragrance or a smell in the spirit. Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. Something's going to come on you tonight. Hallelujah. And the fragrances of the Lord are going to be released into the meeting tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is something obviously that Jesus walked in. And it was very strong on him. Did you know that there have been times in the Catholic Church when the leaders, the Pope and the Cardinals, uh, they have gotten together in, in centuries past. There have been a few cases. They could not nail down doctrine. Half the bishops over here believe this. Half over here believe that. It's kind of like the eschatology quarrels that some of the people get caught up in. Pretend. Post-trend. No, brother, we're going to be gone. Whenever she and others, and you know, it just spins in circles and over and over. But there have been times in church history where the Catholic Church has actually decided doctrine by fragrance. God would come in, the presence of the Lord would come into the meeting, and a fragrance would come that would select the right teaching. Hallelujah. See, we're all going to come into the unity of faith, but you're still going to have different doctrinal beliefs, right? Because everybody's got different thoughts, different viewpoints, different opinions. But the Holy Spirit, through supernatural fragrance, he'll lead you right into the truth. Woo! Amen. You get over to the Spirit. One minute, you'll know that you'll know. See, uh, vanilla is starting to come forth right now. Mm -hmm. You'll know. Anybody getting vanilla? Yes. You're getting vanilla? Praise God. Glory. What are you getting? You're getting vanilla? What does it mean when you smell vanilla in the spirit realm? It means everything between you and the Lord is good. <laughs> Real smooth. Amen. Very peaceful. It also means you're going into the land of milk and honey. Mm. You're going into your Canaan land. Okay, now this is opening up. The Lord's coming to you tonight. going to be speaking to prophetically to you tonight through fragrance. It also is going to come a healing anointing, okay? Amen. But let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Say, Lord, I receive. Lord, I receive. Mm, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you tonight for what you're doing. We give you glory and praise. Hallelujah. So this is something that Jesus operated in. Let me show you something very quickly from Psalm 45. This is very interesting. Psalm 45. And let's go to verse 6. You having a good time tonight? Yeah. Aren't you glad you didn't stay home and watch TV? Yeah. Because you're going to go home with a gift tonight. Right. From the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when the Lord gives a gift, it's yours for the rest of your life. That's right. Yeah. It'll follow you. It'll, it'll go with you the rest of your life. Praise God. Uh, Psalm 45, verse 6. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. This is a messianic prophecy, of course, about Jesus. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you. With the oil of gladness more than your companions. The oil of gladness 
If you have the oil of sadness, the Lord can bring the healing. Hallelujah. Maybe it's time to change some oil. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord Jesus. The oil of gladness. The oil of gladness wiping away tears, giving you a fresh start in life. Making your heart happy. He can pour it in. He can put it on thick. Praise God. Amen. Just like me from Carolina. Carolina, now in California tonight. I said, I can get a little of that uh, Tar Heel on you, that, that <laughs> sticky stuff on you tonight. How, they call us the Tar Heel State. Mm -hmm. You're going to get something stuck on you tonight from heaven. Praise the yeah. anointing rubbed down, Praise smeared into you. Praise yes. the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 8. Now, this is talking about Jesus. All your garments are scented. Mm. Are scented. Now, if you, you can't see it on the screen, but if you have your Bible, the words are scented are actually in italics. For those of you that, that love to study the Word of God, what does it mean when something is in italics? It means it's not there in the original Hebrew of the Old Testament, or if it's the New Testament, it's not there in the original Greek. It's added to help you get a, a better understanding of what the author is trying to say. So all your garments are scented. So really, what the Holy Spirit is saying is that the, these three fragrances that are on the Lord were so strong that they were the garment itself. See? All your garments are myrrh, aloes, cassia. Do you know the Lord smells good? Mm -hmm. Pastor Jim smells good, don't he? Mm -hmm. Praise God. Do you know Napoleon, the French army military leader, wore every day one gallon of perfume? <laughs> Can you say thank God for the French? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of flowers. Yeah. One gallon of of perfume per day. Nobody will put it on stronger though than the Lord. Mm, he walks in glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. What's the first thing that's mentioned? We have myrrh. The Lord smells like myrrh. What does myrrh smell like? It's a little bit nutty. Kind of sweet and smoky smelling. To me it smells a lot like pine sap. Some people say it smells a lot like black licorice. But you have to understand when you begin to smell of the spirit... You have to ask the Lord, Lord, why am I smelling this? Okay, here's why. They all have a prophetic meaning. Myrrh. How do you get how do you get the oil of myrrh out of the myrrh tree? Mm. You take a knife and you stab it all over. Mm. Ever been stabbed verbally by somebody? Oh, yeah. Ever been stabbed verbally by a Christian? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> you stab it all over. And out of the cuts and the gouges, a resin begins to ooze out. Mm. And it, it, when it hardens, it hardens to the perfect shape of a tear. Mm. And then the harvester comes around with the basket, and he, he literally is called the tear gatherer. And he gathers up all the tears in a basket and takes them to the market and sells them. Mm. The Lord has gathered all your tears. Wow. Hallelujah. Going to turn you into a very happy person. Mm -hmm. Weeping can endure for the night. But see, the joy comes in the morning. Right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of the best myrrh is grown today in what's known as the United Arab Emirates, Oman, Yemen. Uh, but India is hard to beat. Many of the biblical spices and anointing uh, things, a lot of it was pulled from the beautiful country of India. But nevertheless, this is a very beautiful fragrance. And the Lord smells like myrrh. Mm. Mm. What does myrrh represent? Cleansing. From arrogance and pride, cleansing from the vain things of life that would distract you from a close walk with God. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Anytime you're smelling myrrh, you're over into the glory realm. Hallelujah. Lord, open it up tonight for your people. Yes. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. What's next? Aloes. Yes, Pastor Stephen. Aloe vera. I've got some in my backyard. This is not that. <laughs> Aloe vera has no fragrance. If you've ever cut it open, and it's good for birds, right? But it has no fragrance. It doesn't really even have like what we would call like an oil residue. This is actually referred to in the Middle East what is known as the aloe tree. It grows about 20, sometimes 30 feet tall, and is very, very expensive. It's very similar to sandalwood. And the smell of true aloe and sandalwood is almost identical. And what they would do is they would harvest uh, this tree. It grows today in Australia, but it also grows in parts of East Africa. They would import that into Israel during biblical days. But what they want out of that aloe tree is they want the heartwood. They want the very center of that tree with that rich, thick, red-colored wood. And they can take that wood and distill it so the oil begins to come out of it. 
and it's very, very expensive. In North Carolina, they grow Christmas trees. If somebody ever started growing sandalwood and aloe trees, you would be very, very wealthy. You know, every day in India, over 500 million incense sticks are burned. Mm. Where's all that wood coming from? Aloe and sandalwood. Mm. It's very, very, I'm talking hundreds of dollars for an ounce. Woo! And it's all over the Lord. Praise mm. God. It's all over him. All over him. It smells like sandalwood. Mm. Mm, hallelujah. What does it represent when you smell that? Comfort and healing from God. You smell that God's touching your body with his healing power. Lord Jesus, thank you. And next we have something very, very beautiful. We have cassia. What is cassia? It's a good question. We actually have in the world what's known as two different kinds of cinnamon. You have regular cinnamon. You use it for your cookies. You use it uh, during holidays with your nutmeg on your, on your hot chocolate or something like that. But that's normal cinnamon. Cassia is different. Cassia is like super cinnamon. It smells just like cinnamon, but if you were to taste it, cook with it, or bake with it, it's much more pungent. It's much more highly flavorful, and it's a lot hotter, but it's also a lot sweeter, and it's called cassia. It's a second type of cinnamon, and that was all over the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Stephen, what happens when I'm smelling, when I'm smelling cinnamon? Two things. Cinnamon represents the royalty of God. Because Jesus walks in it, so you know it's associated with Christ, so there's a royalty association. But cinnamon has always been a fragrance of creation. Anytime you smell it, watch out for the next six days. Mm, God created the whole world in six days. It is a fragrance of creation. Anytime you begin to smell it, watch out, God's going to create something. And if he can create the whole world and the universe in six days, he can create something new in your life. That's right. Even in six days. Get ready because some of you are going to catch that cinnamon blast. That's the cassia. That's the really strong, powerful stuff. And all of these things are on the Lord forming a garment. And he, he wears this as clothing when he walks around. It says, out of the ivory palaces he came in the following verse. He came out of the ivory palaces. There are palaces and mansions in heaven that are made out of solid ivory. And not one elephant lost his tusk. <laughs> Not one rhino lost his horn. God could just create it. Isn't that nice? Gold mansions, streets of gold, and palaces that are made of total ivory. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I was reading the testimony of a missionary uh, who served the Lord all of her life. Her name was Pearl. And she sowed into the kingdom of God and, and labored and did everything she could to serve the Lord as a, as, a, as a person who was like a missionary and willing to go here or do that. And she died. And a minister saw her in heaven as the angels were taking her to her new mansion in heaven. She had died. She just arrived in heaven. And the minister was shocked when the angels walked her to her house. And her house was one gigantic beautiful mansion made of pearl. Mm. Wow. The whole mansion made out of one pearl. Mm. Mm. Aren't you excited about where you're going to be going? <laughs> mm. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands right now. Amen. Father, I thank you for everybody in this room tonight. I thank you, Father God, they're hungry for you and for the things of you. Father God, I thank you that, that there can be impartation and release of your spirit so that this gift, this manifestation of your spirit, oh God, can minister and touch into the lives of your people. Father God, I ask that the gift of the Zern and the spirits come now into the life of your people. Put your hands on your eyes right now. Now, in the name of Jesus, glory to God, receive impartation. Some of you felt heat come over your shoulders. Oftentimes, that's where a mantle will go. Some of you are feeling heat in the palms of your hands. Some of you felt something even come over your eyes. The Lord is anointing your eyes to see in the glory realm. Ha, ba, 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 sa, da, 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 da. Glory, glory, glory. God's going to show you some things. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor, you're going to have a vision. You're going to have a vision. God's going to show you some things in heaven of what's going on with those that you love. Those that you love, hallelujah, relax just for a moment, relax for a moment. See, impartation even for visions is taking place. Anytime you have a vision, there's already the spirits that's operating in your life. I had one time where my, my dog, after nine years, died. The dog went everywhere with us as we traveled in a motorhome all over America. 
And anybody who would try to harm us or break into the motorhome, there's the dog defending us. The dog was so sweet. The dog was like the perfect dog. Or it did some goofy stuff at times, but 99% of the times, it was so, so sweet. And I, I didn't think it was any big deal. But when my dog died, it hit me, and it hit me hard. I said, Lord, that dog taught me a lot. Did you know what that, that's what animals are for? To teach us to be sweet. To teach us to walk in love. That is their purpose, to teach you. Hallelujah. And when their mission is accomplished, they go home. Sometimes eight or nine years, sometimes five, and they're gone. Hallelujah. But I was so, I was so sorrowful, and it hurt my heart that my dog had left. And so I'm trying to continue ministering, continue the function. And I was actually preaching on a Wednesday night in my church. And right towards the end of the service, as I was closing the service down, I went into a vision. And while I'm trying to close the service, I'm looking in the heaven at the same time. Woo! And I told the people, I said, good night, see you next time. And just knelt down. And then up, my spirit went straight up, straight up into heaven. My body is still on the, still there, but I, Stephen Brooks was gone. And I found myself walking down a golden street and coming around some turns and came into this beautiful, beautiful mansion. The Brooks residence in heaven. I've actually already been in my mansion. I was stunned. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Glory, 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 glory. The library. I have a library fanatic, book fanatic. My library is phenomenal in heaven. <laughs> but there in my mansion in the, in, with the fireplace on and, and the, the library and some type of super deluxe carpeted mat, there was my dog on the mat in heaven in my mansion. And it had the golden collar, solid gold around her neck. It said, Tap of the Brooks. Mm. And then one of the angels came and took my dog out to the area of paradise. It's like a gigantic park, bigger than the planet. <laughs> and played with my dog, just throwing tennis balls, like, like for two miles. The dog runs. Just dog, dogs like you wouldn't see. Dogs all over the place. Wow. Wow. Glory to God. Visions. Visions. Operating and discerning the spirits, seeing in the spirit, smelling in the spirit, even tasting in the spirit, touching things in the spirit. I was ministering one time in Irvine, California, and uh, the angel of the Lord that's assigned to me was standing very close to me, and I could sense his presence. And I was standing there preaching. I called one brother to come up, and he came up from the side, and he walked right into my angel and bounced off of him. <laughs> It's kind of like a somewhere between jail and a marshmallow. And just bounce back. Uh, Pastor Chief, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come, but I can't I can't come. Oh, I said, you're trying to walk the angel. I said, come over this way. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Now lift your hands and say, Lord, by faith, I believe I got something tonight. I believe I got something tonight. Father God, open up. My spiritual senses. My spiritual senses. Open up my smell. Open up my smell. Hearing. Hearing. Seeing. Seeing. Touching. Tasting. In the spirit realm. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See, anytime there's genuine, there's counterfeit. Okay? But but just walk in the word. Walk in the light of God's word. Don't be afraid to bounce anything off your pastor, but watch what God will take you into. Mm. Watch how God will speak to you and bring comfort into your life. And watch what will happen also in your prayer meetings when the glory comes in. Why am I telling you this? Get ready for it. Just, just sweeps in sometimes. Sweeps in. But if you don't understand it, you don't know what's going on, you can't, you can't extract the, 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 um, the experience of what God's trying to get over to you. Hallelujah. See, I was in a meeting one time. And the, the Holy Spirit manifested really strong. It was like somebody took a gallon of fresh grape juice and just threw it in my face. Just supernatural grape juice all over the place. And the minister said, who's smelling the Spirit? I said, I am. He said, what is it? I said, it's grape juice. He said, the joy of the Lord. Mm. See, the joy is a part of my ministry. Aren't you glad to stop depression? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here tonight to minister depression to you. No. I'm here to just release that joy. Amen. Praise God. So these things are going to be operating in your life. You need to have fun with the Lord. 
That's you right. have an enjoyable walk with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Glory. Thank Glory. You. Just lift your hands to the Lord and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The new wine of the Spirit coming on you tonight. The new wine of the Spirit coming on you tonight. Hallelujah. Going into the Spirit realm. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for fresh infilling tonight, fresh oil, the release of your Holy Spirit. We give you praise and glory. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Father. The anointing still coming down. The anointing still falling on some of you. Just receive what God's pouring into you tonight. Somebody's going to begin to smell peppermint. Hallelujah. Others are going to begin to smell vanilla. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Father. Some of you are going to begin to smell flowers or sweet perfume. Now, Father, we just give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And the perfume's coming in right now. So, Father, we just thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, they, uh, I, I just can see the angels of the Lord are coming into the building now. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you that Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is our healer. We thank you, Father God, for your healing anointing and that your healing power is coming into this meeting right now. Thank you, Father God. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would heal the sick. And touch them with your power. We just give you praise, O oh God, for the finished work of Calvary. For all of our sicknesses and diseases, you took them upon yourself at that cruel cross. We just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. Perhaps you're here tonight, maybe for the first time, or maybe you've been coming a little bit. But you've not yet given your heart to the Lord. You would like to step into the things of the kingdom. You would like to serve the good God that has been preached to you. But you have not yet given your heart to the Lord, but you want to. If that's you, raise your hand. Anybody here tonight, you've not yet given your heart to Jesus, but you want to make a commitment to the Lord tonight, raise your hand. Anybody here, we'll pray for you and we'll, we'll lead you into that path of eternal life. My dear, my dear friend, please, come. would you come up? I'd like to pray for you. Is there anybody else? You're here tonight, but you've never given your heart to the Lord. You've never made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Come on up to the front. Thank you for coming tonight. What's your name? Rachel. The Lord bless you tonight. Rachel, just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash my sins away. And give me your eternal life. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, God bless her. Hallelujah. Do you have a church home? You do. Yes, you do. Amen. Amen. That's your pastor right over there. The Lord bless you. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. You're here, and maybe you love the Lord, and you come to church, but you, your heart hasn't been in the right place with God. You've drifted. You're caught up in the things that you don't want to be caught up in. You're living a double life. But you want to be free. That you raise your hand. I'll pray for you. Just raise your hand. Anybody, what we would call a recommitment to walk with the Lord. Raise your hand. Anybody. Praise God. Praise God. Stand up. Raise your hands to the Lord. Father, strengthen him in the name of Jesus. I speak deliverance over his life. Strengthen through his life. And Lord, make a leader out of him in the name of Jesus. We know you will. Let your word be strong in his life in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We put the Lord first. He now wants to touch your body. If you need healing your body, please come stand right here at the front. If you're sick, there's a disease, something wrong. We thank God for doctors, but they can't do everything. There's something that you need God to touch your body. Come tonight. Stand at the front right now. Praise God. Lord, we give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on to the front. Who smells something in the spirit tonight? Raise your hand. What'd you get? You got the vanilla. What'd you get? You got vanilla and cinnamon. Watch out. Creativity and the peace of God. What'd you get? Say it again. Mint. You're getting mint. That's the refreshing of God. Also prosperity coming to you. Is that your husband? Lord, bring prosperity to them. New level, hallelujah. The empty green, hallelujah. Refreshing of God. Who else? You got something? Yes, my sister in the red. Vanilla. 
right on track with the Lord. Don't look at the natural. God says you are. He's working in your life. Make everything real smooth and beautiful. Your children serve the Lord. You got children? Is that the only one? You got God's going to touch all of them. The whole family. Smooth. Right with God. Smell the Smell something the Smell something in the spirit. Vanilla and cinnamon. Vanilla. Get creativity. Watch what God will do. Hallelujah. Peace of God. Who else? Vanilla and flowery type. Vanilla. Okay, anytime you get the flower, the review, it means you're in the glory bread. And let God speak to you. The vanilla is the peace of God. Anybody else? Praise God. Still flowing. Say, Lord, don't pass me by. Still flowing. The anointing's flowing to you. This gift is being released into your life. I believe you're walking into the rest of your life. So if you're going to get it later tonight, you go home. If you have the sack, it becomes a supernatural manifestation. Watch. Hallelujah. Let me pass right through here. Praise God. Amen. Jesus. Jesus, we praise you. Hallelujah. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come right down the line, starting right here. All I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, what do you need? Quickly tell me. When I put my hand on you, let that be the place where you release your faith and you take the healing. Okay? Jesus told me in a vision. He came to me in a vision. He said, tell the people that I've anointed you. That's why I'm telling you this. He put his hands on me. He said, when you lay your hands on them, I will flow my power through you. And my anointing will go into their bodies. So, Lord, you need to do just take it by faith. You might feel something. You might not. But just take it and watch what God will do. Okay? So when I touch you, let that be the point of release. Okay? Will you do that? Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. His brother Elijah is just playing some instrumental. Just pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Praise God. Are you ready? What do you need? Lift him back. Lift him back. Lift your hands. In the name of Jesus, receive. Yeah, the ghost. Five, in the name of the Lord. Into the hips. Healing in the name of Jesus. Glory. Glory. Now begin to move the hips around. Begin to move the hips around. Walk around a little bit. Let that anointing just soak into your body. What do you need? that hand. In the name of Jesus, I've had people heal from hurting us before in my ministry. You ready? Just take it by faith. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Oh, when I'm ready to you. Just take that, okay? Just take it. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? What's wrong? What does the doctor say the reason? MS. I have a very strong anointing for MS. And many people have been healed from MS. I touched a lady one time in Israel, in Jerusalem. She was completely healed from 27 years of MS. You believe it's still the same Jesus here? Still the same anointing? You ready? What's your name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your healing power going into Elizabeth. Receive. Oh, hallelujah. I rebuke the old multiple sclerosis. Loose her in the name of Jesus. Come out of her body. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, be healed. Take it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. How long have you had it? Okay. Hallelujah. I had a, a young girl that had scoliosis so bad she wore the back brace 22 out of every 24 hours. Only took it off for two hours a day. And I prayed for her. The next morning, she woke up completely healed. When she came in, the doctor about fell out for her checkup and said, What has happened to your back? She said, Jesus healed me. I believe you'll be a living, walking testimony. Are you ready? Lift your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to touch your back. In the name of Jesus, receive. I rebuke scoliosis now. Loose her in the name of the Lord. And I release the healing power of Jesus into this body. That be made whole in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Take it by faith. What do you need? Oh God, we thank you for your power. I release that anointing now. Miracle anointing, oh God. I rebuke the cancer. 
Oh God, thank you, oh God, for a miracle in the name of Jesus. You told the prophet Jeremiah, there's nothing too hard, nothing too hard for you, oh God. Oh, Baba, by the name of Jesus, I command the cancer to be obliterated in the name of Jesus to the amazement of the doctors. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. What do you need? Father, I thank you for anointing Chloe. Now, receive. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 You and your husband will also stand in some other nations in the future as going out as ambassadors of Christ. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. You need to be healthy to go. Heal her up, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Okay. Father, I just thank you. Healing. In the name of the Lord, those of you who have prayed for, just walk the way out. Stretch things out. Take a little walk. Move things around. Do some things you couldn't do before. Bend over. Move around. Hallelujah. High blood pressure. Come down in the name of Jesus. I break stress, stress, anxiety off of your life. In the name of the Lord. Peace. And there's the anointing. Receive. Receive. What do you need? Lord, touch them now as we're standing here. Yes, and bless them, O oh God, with a special touch tonight. Strength and joy. Hallelujah. Can you call them tonight? Call them and say, the man of God's prayed for me. And just that anointing will go through the phone. You pray for them. In Jesus' name. What do you need? Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory. Healing in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. The aloe of heaven. The Savior Jesus touching you now. Thank you, Father God. Receive. Receive your praise as your key to your way out. Just praise the Lord like you never have before. What do you need? Lord, just touch her now in the name of Jesus. Fire. 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 Fire in the name of the Lord. Fire. Receive. Thank you, Father God. God's working on you right now, touching your blood especially. Hallelujah. What do you need? Lord, heal him up tonight. Receive. Healing that throat. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Believe it's done. Hallelujah. Father, I just, I just see a new anointing uh, for Pastor Jim. And Father, the truth be told, he walks in apostolic anointing. And so, Father, I see the nations, the nations pleading, please come, please come. And I see uh, Thailand, I see Philippines, and I see miracles, miracles, miracles. And that old Pentecostal anointing of those that you served, I know that you served with uh, Brother Shamba. Uh, there, there is something that has come on you. And uh, as you touch the soil of the four nations, you will feel like you turned into like a Hercules or Samson. And you will move with great miracle power. And it's the plan of the Lord for you to run out to the nations, come back and pastor. But you will, you will just be taking the honey and you will be receiving the strength of God as you go. So, Father, we just thank you for anointing and grace and strength. And the angels, uh, I, I see that he's called for these mighty miracles. And we thank you, Father God, that there will also be these miracles in his house, in this church. And we thank you, Father God, that he's raising up those with strong giftings and anointings. We just give you praise, Father God, for the beautiful growth in this sanctuary. With every seat filled, even on a Wednesday night. And we thank you, Father God, that just even as uh, as Karen had the staff that budded, the Lord's going to continue to bring you staff, trustworthy, skilled people, and they're going to be called to stand with you, not to try to absorb or overstep, but to stand in support in the work that God is doing here. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Hallelujah. And that, that sentiment's coming, Pastor. Of the Spirit is coming. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Father, bless your people. Bless your people. Let your glory visit them tonight as they sleep. Give them dreams and visions and wake them up and pull them by your Spirit into the glory realm. Let it open now. Let it open now. Some of you, if you want to go into a vision, you can 
For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.